0: Another edition of the EDBC podcast. One of my favorite times of the year. Brian, you got the Final Four end of last week. You got the Masters this weekend. Major League Baseball's back, and nothing better than you complaining after four games about the New York Mets. Yeah, it only took me four That's, games. I was sitting. I was sitting at work, just seeing your your tweets about the Mets and how they blow a Sunday afternoon. It was two to one for crying out loud. Let's take it I easy. know, but it's not that's like it was like, seven to two for crying out loud. The I don't, was, you
1: know, I mean, that, that's very true. But like us Mets fans have no, no, well, we all know us Metsies, us fans of this silly franchise that last few years on Sunday afternoons, they figure out ways to lose games. Like it's the Sabbath for those of you who are Christian faith. Let's figure out how to screw up a game on Sunday. And it's they last half, so. half full, Brian.
0: Last half full. If I, I really told have, you Thursday you'd take three or four, you would assign. I, right? I would loved it. I would have loved go. it. Let's go. Come on. All right. Bigger story of the day. The Masters, Scotty Scheffler, just wrapped up a win at Augusta. Minus 10, three shots ahead of a late charging Rory McIlroy, but it wasn't enough. Tiger Woods plus 13. Just a brutal weekend. For him on I had 36 putts on Saturday. I mean, that's what I normally have yeah. over a round. You know what I mean? So, what were your thoughts? Were you into it? Did you watch it? I watched Thursday Friday. Was busy all weekend with wife's birthday, kids hockey, baseball, so I didn't watch as much as I would like. But were you into it?
1: Yeah, I was into it. Um, I watched a lot Thursday, some pretty much uh, healthy amount on Friday, I guess you could say. Yeah. Same as you yesterday. A little busy with stuff. We were running around, had kids stuff. I didn't have a wife's birthday, but you know, you're a good husband, sonny. You, you know, that that above above and all above and beyond. Uh-huh, I'm, yes. sure you, yeah, uh-huh, I'm sure you. I'm sure you went. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I watched a lot of it today. Um, yes, yeah, Scotty Scheffler came in with. Uh, You know, a three-stroke lead coming into the day. You kind of thought he, he would – it didn't look like he was ever really, like, in danger of losing it. Just but, cruise control, so, all the way. Cruise control. He's an amazing young golfer. He's, you know, rookie – he was the rookie of the year of the PGA Tour, like, I think two years ago. Uh Everyone seems to like him, seems to be a good guy, so good for him. Um, But the couple all the other stories, you're right. Rory McIlroy just picked like too little, too late. He was amazing today. He was by far the best golfer on the course. Just 64. Shot a 64, which is like t- uh one-off the course record of 63, which happened a couple times. Had a great – had an eagle on 13, which is great. Chipped it out on a, on a great shot to make birdie on 18, which was amazing. Everyone's cheering. He was jumping up and down. He was on fire. He was the most entertaining golfer on the on this final Sunday. But Scottie Scheffler, yeah, um, great shot by him. Looks like maybe he might be the new – I don't want to say the new flavor, but certainly a new star in golf. Um, yeah, yeah. He didn't disappoint. He came in here as one of the favorites. I had Colin Morikawa uh, as my personal like choice, as my 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 pick. And Colin Morikawa had a good day too. Uh, was paired with Rory, shot a sixty-seven. They both played really great last Sunday. Just not quite enough to catch Scheffler, who was all who. You know what else can you say? He was. You're right. He was dominant. He was on cruise control. Even eighteen, he it kind of got like kind of funny. He wasn't quite nervous funny yet. Just funny funny. He had a. Goes into 18 uh, with a five-stroke lead. He had a three-putt on 18, including missing a couple of at the end. So he only won by three strokes, but the green jacket's going to fit just the same. And, you know, uh, the the win's going to be just a sweet, historic win for him.
0: So. And I'm just going to go a little bit the other way here, Brian. Besides for Rory's late charge, Tiger was awful this weekend. The tournament overall was kind of a dud. Well, that's I agree with you to a certain extent. Justin Johnson won over. I mean, no big stars anywhere near the top. And hey, Bryson DeChambeau, can we just relax with him? Going to tear apart the PGA Tour a couple years ago with his muscle bound out drive. He stunk. He didn't make the cut. So enough of him.
1: God. Yeah. No. I. He. You know. He's like one of those guys. if He's had. At Augusta, you know, some places he gets away with just hitting for, you know, trying to hit the ball a mile away. And if he doesn't make the fairway, he makes up for it. It's really hard to you're going to miss fairways to stay around in contention at Augusta. You know, yeah. it's just, it's not that, it's not built for that. It's built for skill, not, you know, not, not strength. But you're right. He missed a cut. I wasn't surprised by that because I don't, again, I just think that's a bad spot for him. Uh, Jordan Spieth had a disappointing day. Brooks Kepka, I don't know what happened to Brooks Kepka. So he missed a cut at like five over after Friday. So you're right. It did lack star power. And that does always sort of take away from it. And today, you know, again, Scheffler is a cool story. He's a young guy, really popular. Everyone seems to like him, seems like a really good guy. So good for him. But you're right. You were missing some of that drama. I do take a little bit of, um, I saw the same thing too. Like Tarragher had a terrible week. Like after making the cut on Friday, Tarragher had a terrible weekend. I mean, I guess I'm still the, like, what he did, it's amazing that he's still here on Sunday. Oh, absolutely. I mean, after after not playing competitive golf, not even a round of competitive golf for almost two years, and being on two rebuilt legs, the fact that he's, I don't care if he shot a 100, the fact that he made the cut and lasted for all four days, I think is incredible. And I did see the graphic. I knew he was 40, 46 same age as Nicholas was when he won his last masters in 1986, but he, he he's older than Jack was by a few months, according to this graphic than when Jack won at 86. So that means like, I can't dump on tiger. I mean, I think it was amazing. It, it just, it's just an amazing accomplishment. Anything would have been
0: gravy. And, and listen, just playing the, the, the only other thing I heard about tiger and I, maybe I didn't think about this enough is he's coming back from is it fair to say almost a self-inflicted wound, or is that too harsh?
1: Well, I don't think the car accident was self-inflicted. Yeah, I was doing eighty miles an hour,
0: and uh,
1: yeah, you're. I I know. I just
0: yeah, I see what you're we saying. We never found out what really happened. Again, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. It's, every it's a listen. It's about the sport on what happens on the field. It's amazing he's playing. It's amazing he's alive. All that, but. The sympathy card. I guess someone brought this up. Like, hey, you know, he's getting all these bouquets on him, but the guy was doing eighty miles an hour on a forty mile an hour zone in L.A. and drove off the road. Whether, who knows what he was?
1: You well, know, oh, you're right. Was. And again, I'm not looking here to give sympathy, and I won't. I don't yeah. want to throw a parade for the guy. I'm just saying from a physical standpoint and from a mental standpoint. Correct. Tell how, how he approaches the game. Yeah. I mean, he's a he's a machine, man. He's a different. Yeah. He's at a different level. It was fun and, to watch. And yeah, I mean, you know who else was happy this weekend that Tiger was there? ESPN and CBS, because ESPN did monster numbers uh, Thursday and Friday.
0: Yeah, I watched a good chunk of it on Friday. On Saturday, I mean, Thursday, I watched it. Friday, I I was in New York. I caught the afternoon part of it. And then Saturday, I watched from about 3 to 6.
1: Oh, yeah, this is definitely one of my, uh, this is one of the times where I had to go because I don't use it that often. I'm like, what's my ESPN plus password? So I watched a lot of it online Thursday and Friday morning.
0: I did not watch much of it today, to be honest with you. It was on in the background, just there was no real, well, yeah. you know,
1: technical background
0: noise, but yeah, yeah, I get you. So basically, baseball, Brian, we talked about that a little bit. Your Mets off to a 3 and 1 start. The Yankees have taken the first two games against the Pittsburgh. And much like the Mets, I hate the Yankees in games like this because they never seal the deal with the sweep always seems right. like oh we got our two you know let's move on and
1: this last one's great annoying. You're Right.
0: it is very annoying but
1: especially yeah. against Divi- especially in division games and especially for the yankees against the red sox you guys want to sweep the red sox to start 100 percent, 100
0: sunday I night went, baseball which we all hate but you still want to see them win tonight <laughs> i went to uh opening day at yankee stadium on friday and i gotta tell you brian it was such an amazing experience it was just so nice to be around uh people you haven't seen. I, I, I'm being the security guards at Yankee stadium were like thrilled to see us. I go there about seven times, but that's, that's cool. It's been two years, but wow. it's just, it just tells you how people are just happy. I mean, last year, I mean, things were somewhat back to normal, but the media was allowed to go in the clubhouse uh, you know, on the field before the game, which wasn't the case last year. So, right. uh, just a, a cool atmosphere in the Bronx got to talk to Aaron judge who was very cool. Asked for some marriage advice from me and John Pearson. That's not a joke he actually did. Okay, he, got okay. married this, he got married this off season. so he said to us, got I'm any marriage advice it. for me? So I gave him plenty of that, as I am the expert. You know that. Oh, of um, course. But it was cool. And, of course, he doesn't sign the contract, Brian, which I think is the most asinine thing I've ever heard. And I'm so tired of all these Yankee fans killing Hal and Brian Cashman. This is not on them. This is on Aaron Judge. Tell me your thoughts about it. Um, I mean, I don't think the numbers are.
1: I, I, I'm going to be wishy-washy here and see. I see, I see Oh I see God, you pick a side. Okay, I would. I'm with Judge. Okay, tell me why. Because how often do you get these opportunities? You see the contracts being signed by guys under 30, and I know he's 29, so he'll be. Last time I looked, that means he's going on 30. It's going to be 30. To so 30. if he thinks, if he reached if he and his guy, and, and now is he a Boris guy? I don't know.
0: I don't know. I don't think so.
1: Okay. Well, let's I've move not on, heard then. that name. Okay, let's move on. Yeah. I can't kill a guy for saying I believe in myself and I think I'm worth X amount of money, even if it's the money's obscene, because yeah. this opportunity comes around once in a lifetime for a guy like Judge. He's earned it. Whether you think the money's outrageous or not, it doesn't matter. It's in the world of which he lives in. Players of his talent level are getting that money. So I'm fine with it. And if the Yankees want to up the offer, that's fine. If they want to draw a line in the sand, that's up to the New York Yankees. They knew, he's probably going to be overpaid. Someone will get, a, you know, look what George Springer got last year at 31, uh, at 31 years old. If you don't think someone's gonna go out and offer Judge a 10-year contract, which again, you're right, Eric. If it's a, that would be an obscene contract, because you don't want to have you don't want to have a 39-year-old Aaron Judge, he's you know power hitter, he'll be trying to play first base at 35 years old. Yeah, but I I I never Crush the player when I realize how much money the owners are making. Like Agreed. they're the guys. They're the guys that are the reason people watch. They're the guy reason people go to the ballpark. They're not there to see Hal Steinbrenner talk about the luxury tax. So, um, you know, if that's the Judge's decision, that's fine. It doesn't sound like it says. It does sound like it's a hard and fast. I'm not going to talk to anybody again until the off season. I mean, believe like, it when you know, I see it. Yeah. What so yeah, I'm 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 I guess I'm going with the player. they're like, dude, if you think you can get it, fine.
0: How'd that some work guys, out for Michael Conforto? Guys,
1: I was gonna say some guys hit and miss on that. Like Michael Conforto is still sitting at home without a job, which is hard to believe. And I'm not putting Conforto in judge's um on Judge's level as a ball player. Just I'm putting it as a guy who probably misread the market yeah. after a down year. And now is sitting home trying to find a job. If Judge goes out and hits 45 home runs, stays fairly healthy, and that's probably the biggest question about him not how much, not his numbers. The only number that's really going to matter is how many games he plays. If he stays yep. relatively healthy and gives you 40 home runs, 100 ribbies, and I don't even care about his batting average, I, I mean, he's going to get a monster contract. And then the Yankees, whether or not they were right or wrong in this instance, if he leaves, if he really leaves the Yankees, they're going to catch hell and they're going to look stupid whether it's warranted or not it's going to that they're going to look stupid
0: they're going to so, look bad and listen i am all for the player but this is a case where Aaron Judge is going to be 30 years old on april 26th so soon. the yankees offered him the this contract much like the lindor contract wouldn't really even start till next year they were going to take the arbitration money this year which you know 18 million bucks i think they offered to settle on 18 million this year and then about 30 million dollars a year after that for seven more years no, and I agree. I just you know what I don't blame the Yankees for this one bit. And you know what, Aaron, if you want to be a lifetime Yankee, sign the contract. And he is betting on himself, like you said. But if the if he wants a 10-year, $400 million contract, okay, go play for Colorado, because that's where you're getting it. Go play for Baltimore. Why is you know he, why that, is he
1: getting it for Colorado or Baltimore? Why wouldn't, I, why,
0: I'm wouldn't just why, saying, why wouldn't
1: the, why wouldn't the why wouldn't the Angels the Dodgers go out and do that? Why does he have to play for? Is. Why is he have to play for one of these crappy franchises? At least well, crappy think, within the last few years.
0: Well, how did Correa, where did Carlos Correa go? He went to Minnesota. Three years, thirty-five million. Overplayed his hand. Ends right. up on a crap team. Right? It could happen. Yeah, he's gambling on himself. Where did Seeger go? Texas. Uh, Texas. Although Texas is throwing around ridiculous money to to two middle infielders. But they again, those teams are all overpaying. Toronto overpaid. The Mets wouldn't go that long or that money for George Springer, right? And I thought that was a smart move. I love Springer, but that was a long deal for a guy who, you know, also gets hurt and was hurt most of last year, correct?
1: Right. Sure. But you could also say that they're paying max shares are $40 million a year, which is by far three the most so. picture. But that's three years with, a, with an opt-out after two. We're getting really deep into baseball. Now. I know. But if you're – again, if you're Aaron Judge, I'm 29. I'm never getting this moment again. If a 37-year-old pitcher – and again, I'm looking at for maybe how he's looking. If he can get $40 million a year, why can't I get $35 million a year for at least eight years, by a Toronto, or it's not going to be the Mets, or a, a loss, one of the Los Angeles teams, or you're right, even Colorado, who decide all of a sudden to spend huge money.
0: Well, he sees Lindor's contract, he saw uh, Tatis's contract, but the problem with Tatis, Tatis is what twenty three years He's old, twenty three or twenty
1: four, and quite frankly, and Lindor is pre-
0: twenty seven, right? And he and he plays a pre and Lindor and. I guess
1: I was going to say play, plays a premium position, but center field's a premium position. But I don't think Aaron Judge is a center fielder in five yeah. years. So. I think Lindor and uh, Tatis are center fielders and still playing a premium defensive position in five years.
0: And then, you know, this reminds me of Derek Jeter. When Derek Jeter was a free agent, his last big contract, the Yankee Cashman basically said, Go shop it around. You want to go, you want something better, go shop it around. But that was different. He was at the end of the rope then, and they were, they, that was that was much different. That was a much different circumstance. Well, my my point being, though, I, I I think the Yankees are right in what they're doing right now. Why overpay someone if he really wants to be a Yankee? Why overpay him? You know. Well, we could do this all night. Um. So <laughs> That's I'll, true. No, no. But I no. I'll, I'm going to throw it over
1: to you now, though. So again, it's the we the, the first week of the season. They've halted negotiations. Aaron Judge says he's going to go to free agency. Uh a year from now is Aaron Judge a Yankee?
0: I don't know. I honestly don't know. I, I I'm going to say yes, because if both sides want it, then there's going to be compromise. I'm going to say yes. Too. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see. Uh, the Apple broadcast, you're a Met fan. I caught a few minutes of, uh, all I could tell you is it was infuriating to listen to because of the three man booth or in this case, two women and one man, uh, I think they were trying to get paid by the word. Would that be yeah. fair to say? It was rough. It was
1: really, really, really bad. Uh, visually it looked great i mean it was wonderful yeah. but it was i finally around after the sixth inning i had to sort of just turn i had it on my ipad on my, on my little uh, watching apple tv i had to silence it and i don't want to crush the broadcaster except for chris young because he was particularly bad but the other the, uh melanie newman i think her name was and I, i'm trying to think of the lady who's the other young lady in there but she she had tweeted out that all right i'm gonna be part of this broadcast i don't Don't have don't have a lot of experience with this, but it's a great opportunity. Please be patient, and I'm paraphrasing here. So I don't really like blame the broadcasters as a whole because I think they're put in a tough spot. Number one, I don't you know they don't. It's just a tough spot to be the you you haven't really done this before on a national level, and you're making your debut on this Apple TV thing, which people are getting want to they want to kill anyway before they hear it. Nobody likes it anyway. Yeah. So I feel bad for them. They put they were put in a tough spot, but it was not a good situation. They didn't really st- – I wish they would do the opposite of what they seem to do, where they seem to be working off a script. It's like, you know, as an old produce, TV producer, like, you know, you have your rundown, and we got to hit this, this, and this, rather than just let the game breathe. I was thinking about this because the other night I did watch um, the Ranger game on ESPN+. I had not seen a lot of the ESPN hockey games this year. And it was fine. It wasn't like watching my regular, you know, Joe, uh, you know, Sam and Joe on a, on a Saturday night, but it was fine because they had some really cool hockey graphics, and they sort of just stuck to the game. Yeah. And it's they drew It's the same thing with baseball, whether it's on Sunday night baseball or on Apple TV. They sort of don't want you. They sort of like treat the game as an afterthought. And that game the Friday night had some stuff going on with the with the benches clearing and the Mets getting hit in the face three times, and you know you know, deviate off the script. But so I don't blame the announcers so much as I do. I blame the people in charge who keep thinking like this game is an afterthought. ESPN used to do this with Monday night football. We just want to, okay. If it's a Friday night and we're watching a ball game, old farts like me, we just want to watch the game. Just talk about the game. Talk about what happened in the, you know, in the sixth inning or the fifth inning. So I thought it was a disaster, but it looked great. Visually it was great. Cameras are awesome.
0: Hey.
1: We're halfway there. Now, just figure out the rest. Now, and you, we've got like 21
0: games on Amazon or something for the Yankees, right? Yeah, 21 for Amazon. All the WPIX games that were on over the air for years are now on Amazon Prime. So another I way.
1: saw that. I thought that was disgraceful because a lot of. But I have
0: Amazon Prime, so it's not going to affect my life other than the fact it's going to be like probably a two-minute delay compared yeah. to. So if you're trying to follow along on social media, you know,
1: so yeah, but yeah, but you know, Uncle Charlie who doesn't know how to work those fancy things, he wants to watch the game on Channel 11 with his
0: rabbit ears what about
1: uncle what about uncle charlie the yankees come on fan? what about Jesus. him eric
0: wow right, listen we gotta take a break uncle charlie's gotta collect his thoughts over here we gotta talk about a terrible tragedy in the nfl this week I'm still trying to yeah, put my yeah. head around here uh brian's got a birthday list we'll do all that when we come back here
1: oh yeah but let's talk about all well we do it every week and there's a reason why because they're great why? Because they believe in the power of a good night's sleep. Designed to make good sleep accessible to all, the Oswald mattress features hybrid mattress technology with the best of both worlds memory foam and individually wrapped coils for a winning blend of comfort and support. Now through April 18th, get 20% off everything at allswellhome.com. Everything, any item, get 20% off at allswellhome.com. But you got to use the promo code SPRING20. That's SPRING20, capital letters. So go to allswellhome.com between now and April 18th. So you get a little bit more than a week uh, to do this. We're taping this on the 10th. Use that promo code SPRING20 at allswellhome.com and save 20% off any and all items. So remember, sleep well and save well with Allswell.
0: Kind of a a sad story. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Dwayne Haskins played uh, collegially at Ohio State, died early Saturday morning after he was hit by a dump truck while walking on a South Florida highway. Yes, walking on a highway um, early Saturday morning. I don't know, Brian, if you've heard more than I have, but uh, pronounced the scene, but was attempting to cross uh, Interstate 595 when there was oncoming traffic.
1: Which sounds like a recipe for disaster. I yeah. I mean, I don't so. know if maybe his
0: car broke down. I, I, I don't know what the. Yeah. The- he was down
1: there training with some other off, doing some off season training with some other members of the Steelers. So you don't want to happen. And we haven't found out anything yet, but it's just, he was 24 years old. Yeah. And I don't know. Like, again, I'm not casting. I don't, we don't know what happened, but we, you know, the top see was, it appears he was trying to cross a major highway. Yeah. Again, who traffic knows? Out
0: there. That's, car, maybe his car broke down. You don't
1: know. I mean, it's a terrible story. Yep. Uh, and a, you know, he was a big deal at Ohio State. He was a first round draft pick by Washington,
0: 15th overall. Iowa's. Yep. Yeah. Uh, spent two years there before signing with Pittsburgh last season. I remember, you know, the big deal was that was the Daniel Jones draft. A lot of people were screaming the Giants should have taken him at six. If he was there, yada yada yada. Yep. There you go. Yeah, I was screaming.
1: Um, I was saying that I, I didn't want them to because I thought he'd be really good, but I was like, Giants got to take Haskins. In the, the,
0: and, and again, that shows all you know, Brian, because just for a little levity here, you're wearing a Dallas Cowboys hat. So what the hell do you know about drafting players,
1: right? Uh, hey, listen. My team hey last couple of years, my team Micah Parsons, Trevon Diggs, C D Lamb. Without having how many a top, t- how
0: many Cowboys without having hats, a top 10 pick. The Cowboys many, don't know how to do much well, but they know how to draft well. How many Cowboys hats do you actually have, Brian? That was a I debate. think
1: I counted 15 or I, I don't count them, but I think I have 15 or 16.
0: How many of them have Super Bowl patches on them?
1: Uh <laughs> not anymore because they're all they they finally disintegrated. They're so old. My Super Bowl 31 with the little from Tempe, Arizona with the little cactuses on them yeah. and the three zero and the uh finally just wore out the thing. I think it literally just fell apart. in My hand it was so old. You weren't even it's shaving. A, it's been, the a, it's last been a while.
0: Time. You you have a you have a gray beard now. And the last time I won a Super Bowl, you weren't even shaving yet. No so, shaving. Yeah. Shaving my legs, maybe, that's it. Uh, I'm sorry, I had to throw that in there. But anyway, uh terrible story from the NFL. Uh that uh, just just
1: maybe. it's terrible. Yeah. It's, you know. Twenty-four years old. Um, again, didn't have the success a lot of people thought he would have, myself included. But was an amazing college quarterback. Really, one of the best quarterbacks at Ohio State. Not a not a, a, a university that, for all their success in turning out pros, has had a lot of success with with quarterbacks. But he and was he a, the
0: reason Joe Burrow left because he was there? Or was it the next guy? I
1: think it was the next guy. It wasn't C.J. Stroud? I think is there now. It was the guy no. after him? Um, Who well, plays for
0: the Bears now? Yeah. Justin Fields. Thank you. There you go. God damn the memory.
1: Just Yeah, it's okay. We're getting old. Justin Fields. But, you know, a lot of people were saying, well, a lot of people, a couple of people saying that Haskins' success at Ohio State and a more wide open, you know, they got away from the old time Woody Hayes run the ball yeah. type of offense. They opened it up with Ryan Day, the coach, and Haskins was probably a reason why guys like Justin Fields thought they could, you know, play well there. they did. So, it's really hard to be talking about a guy's legacy when you're talking about a 24-year-old. That really is horrible. But uh, I don't know what else to say other than just, you know, bet, just thoughts to his family and his friends. It's awful.
0: All right. Well, we're going to take one more time out. We have some uh, last segment. John uh, John Schneider is on your birthday list. Now, if that's not a tease, Brian, I don't know what is.
1: Oh, so much more. And I might bitch about uh, school vacation week, too, for a minute, if you allow me. If you allow All me right. to go off script.
0: All right. Time for a break. Brian, take it
1: away all right get your groceries and essentials and delivered in as fast as one hour via instacart that's right instacart.com shop from home sit on your couch get your groceries what a concept instacart allows you to select items from your favorite grocery store so you're not going to some store you've never heard of and you get personal shoppers uh, helping you out and you get real-time updates from your personal shoppers while they're at the store. So, And then also, they'll start learning about the way you shop based on your shopping list. So after a little little bit of time of using Instacart, your shoppers will be on the lookout for sales that benefit you and look for the items that you buy often and see if there's deals to be had. And here's the part that I love. They've been doing this for about a few months now. I love this. You pick the time that you get your groceries. You're not hearing none of this like, I'll be there between 10 a.m. and 12, p. Or 12 a.m., sometime between next Monday and a week from Thursday. You pick the time. That's when you get your groceries. It's awesome. If you use PayPal, so many of us do. Here's another way to save: when you pay for your Instacart order via PayPal, you could save thirty dollars off that Instacart order if it's over fifty dollars. Save thirty dollars when you use the promo code thirty PayPal. That's three zero PayPal. So let me repeat that: use PayPal. That's how you pay for your Instacart order. Is the if the order is more than fifty bucks. Use 30 PayPal in the promo code area and get 30 bucks off. Remember shop from home and save with Instacart
0: Yankees down two nothing in the first inning, just like they were in the first two games of the series. So we're on our way, Brian. Yeah, that's okay. They, this team has a little something called grit, Eric. That's right. right. You know, two games into the season, you can tell these things. All right. No. You have a birthday list. We have exactly four minutes left in this podcast before it shuts us down. Let's go. Dennis Wade okay. is your first one. Tell me about Des Quaid, Brian. Why is he on our list? Why do we have this fascination for him? Did we do Des Quaid last year? I don't know. We doing Randy Uh, every year.
1: He's been in a couple good movies and the right stuff. He was in another movie. He was in a movie. I think uh, he was in that movie where Al Pacino was the football coach. Never saw that. I never did either. But Quaid was supposed to be like the backup quarterback. And if I tell you his age, when you find out his age, you're going to figure like, really, wasn't he a little old to be playing a quarterback?
0: Did he do so, a Netflix show or something? No, he was did it Netflix? a Netflix show. Have some work in. done. Yeah. All right, we'll move on. <laughs> All right. How old? Uh, Dennis Quaid is seventy-two. He's, 60, he's sixty-eight. All right, I'm I'm right there. And again, I mean this this is the this is a birthday B list, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, you. Just you. Felt, you took the weekend off for this research. I can't help who's, bro- who's born on what day. Oh, I yeah. didn't tell their parents when this to procreate. I feel bad for our sponsor. <laughs> so do they patricia arquette from uh many roles which i can think of pulp fiction and not much else right now but
1: she wasn't in pulp fiction she was in uh roseanne arquette was in pulp fiction all right same see, patricia arquette Again, this old, all
0: falls on you with this crappy patricia movie. arquette
1: was in a really good movie called true romance uh, if you ever saw that movie yeah with uh like 30 years later ago. and a uh a pre-sopranos uh i can't think of his name the dead guy from Sopranos.
0: Oh, Chad narrows it down. Oh, we are really. Can we start this podcast over? Let's unplug the game. Unbelievable. Uh, oh, okay. Patricia Arquette, she's about our age, right? I'm going to say, maybe a little older. 53. 54. Oh, right I'm just keep moving this along because you hate it so much. Awful. Awesome. John Schneider from uh, Dukes of Hazard. is that what we're talking about? That's what we're right? talking about, the
1: Dukes of Hazard.
0: The last time he was on TV, I think, was that show. Again, another B-list. This is like the B-list, D-list show here. We
1: got Yeah.
0: John Schneider,
1: 65. This is the warm-up show. I thought he'd be older. He's 62.
0: Wow. He must be lying about his age. And this next birthday, I mean, you want to talk. I don't even know who this is.
1: Okay, I it ties into what we something yeah. we talked about last week. If you remember last week's show, yes, which you probably I, don't, even though you co-hosted the damn
0: thing. I remember you, uh Jerry Seinfeld's TV mom. So now we're doing her real mom. No, let me do it again
1: because again, you're already confused, you're screwed up already. Last week we talked about the death of the actress who played George Costanza's TV mom on Seinfeld. Oh now, okay. this woman, Liz go. Sheridan. I don't know her real name, she played Jerry's mom on the show. It wasn't Jerry's real mom, Eric. That was an actress playing Jerry's mom on the show. Okay? Well, you wrote Seinfeld's mom on the list. The guy who played Liza Menelie's dad in the movie Arthur wasn't Jerry's dad on Seinfeld either. He what? was an actor. He played different roles. Those oh, are different all roles. Right, all right, all right. All right, so um, Estelle, who, I forget her last name, who passed away last week at the age of 93. So I thought, oh, here's the other Seinfeld mom. Maybe I'll throw this in there for Eric and we can sort of play off last week's thing. But you've just taken that idea and thrown it right in the dumpster and set the dumpster on fire. 85. No, she is 93. <sighs> which is the same age that George's mom passed was when she passed away last week.
0: Yeah. And you know what? I should have known better than that because it's scary that Seinfeld was already 25 years old. Yeah. That's all.
1: Doesn't That's
0: that least
1: make, these at least make you feel old. And the last one's going to make you really feel old.
0: Haley, Joe, Osmond. If, or, that as movie, you, the, or as you called him Osment. Is it Osmond I, I or who cares what his name is?
1: No, he was uh
0: was he the singer with uh Marie? No, he
1: was a little punk from the sixth that movie The Sixth Sense you know, a lot Yes, of, it says about Bruce people. Willis's career the last couple of weeks and the sixth sense, one of his more successful films. He sees dead people and now he sees
0: dead sports podcasts. That's <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what he, you know what he doesn't see? Scripts.
0: Yeah, or ratings. Uh Haley Joe Osment. Ah uh, 40. See, he's 34, and I thought that I was like, that little
1: punk's already 34. How old is that movie? Yeah. There's what kind like of that movie. Wait,
0: is he in Curb Your Enthusiasm, right? Man, oh, he was he? Yes. What did he play? No, not Curb. No, he was, was he in, he was in uh, the, 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 what's the You're method? thinking of Shares, son. No, the Kaminsky method. That's what he was in. Did you ever watch no. that with Michael Douglas? And, oh, my God. You've never watched that? No, I've heard about oh, it. Oh, tremendous I, it's on, on
1: Netflix. Very all good. Right.
0: He's on that. That's what it is. I'm sorry. You're
1: right. this thing, this podcast just went off the awesome. rails. This, oh my god. We call, Joe, please. We have, call, we, have call, we have to call somebody in because this, this thing is in a ditch. I need to Folks,
0: truck. if you're not paying attention at home, it's Brian's birthday this week. He's put no work into this podcast. And this is what we get. Punishing
1: you. No work into this podcast. You're not you're getting up, you're confusing Seinfeld moms. you you know, you can't help it with uh, uh, with Sopranos with Sopranos trivia, Mr. Sopranos super fan here. I'm just out?
0: gonna click off. That's all I'm gonna do right now. I'm just clicking this <laughs> off. Hey, I'm the, shutting the, the last The listeners already have,
1: so you're late. All
0: right. I, we're, we're out of time. So we're your spring break. Uh put it on the list for next week when you redo this list. And we're gonna have to go over it next time. Okay. Just, well. I, I can't I can't cold call this show anymore. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> Well, hopefully, the Metsies get a couple wins for you in Philadelphia, so you're not a little whiny, little, you know what, next week. Oh, yeah, I, I'm sure, you know, you guys are still
1: complaining. You guys had all started to complain about, complain about Aaron Judge being over, wanting to be overpaid.
0: Stop it. This is going to be a little thing now. You're the same guy who told me last year Pete Alonso was better. You're on dope. Anyway.
1: The, the, uh, the jury's, still out, jury's still out on that That
0: one. is not. Stop it. Stop Today's it, uh, error
1: is not nonwithstanding Jury's still out. Okay. Please. Jury's,
0: jury's still out. Uh-huh. Yeah, Excuse me, 30, the journey, GMs. Uh, we just 30 the, GMs. that question. We just uh-huh. checked with the bailiff. Jerry needs a little more time. Uh-uh. huh. All right. All right, that'll do it for this edition of the EDBC Podcast. I'm not even sure if I'm going to download this myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. I'm Eric. He's Brian. Brian. God Almighty. It. <laughs> <laughs> See ya.